What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Club Act 22, your Rangers podcast. Um, I am your host, Ryan Haymarts. This evening, we are going to digest some football from during the week and look ahead to the next game as well. Um, before I introduce the guys to you, please like, share and subscribe. As always, we are live on YouTube this evening. Uh, I will try and keep my language to a minimum. Um, after a week of back-to-back 4-0 wins domestically, and just when you thought you might be able to start enjoying your life and speaking to your family again, Bipolar Rangers come out in the second half on Wednesday and put in a Halloween horror show with 11 pumpkins with blue shirts on, left with no candy again on a Wednesday night. Before we delve into that game, I am going to introduce the guys. I'm going to have a wee chat with them as well, not about football for a couple of minutes, because we're going to start off on a positive note. So, firstly, Ali Pearson, football aside and other matters aside that have not been positive for you, my friend. How has your week been? Oh, it's been fantastic. I've had, no, I've had, uh, I've had better weeks than um, I was going to say it's the weekend. But I'm actually bloody working tomorrow and it's hard as well. So, um, and, and, I, and obviously we've got Rangers on Sunday, so we don't know what's going to come up there. But I've had better weeks, Ryan, but um, we'll try and keep it positive. Great, great. What a start. What a start, yeah. mate. Thank you. I don't know why I came to you first. That was a, a, a rookie mistake, mate. A rookie mistake. All the way up from me. <laughs> I listen, I know where to go next. It's, this is easy. Scotia, Mr. Optimism. Football aside, how are you, mate, and how was your week? Well, barring football, I've had a pretty decent week, actually. Been doing pretty well. So, yeah, barring football, it's been a decent week. But unfortunately, football probably takes up about 100% of my week or 95% of my week. So, um, yeah, but it's been good. Good in other fronts, not so much in the football. Good, good, mate. It's glad, glad to hear it. Glad to hear that bit of positivity. That's what we like. That's what we like in this show. And I always bring the positivity, so I can't do it on my, on my own. Um, next, uh, Pod Far himself. How are you, Mr. Carney? How's the family, mate? How are they? They are good, mate. Yes, <clears throat> the wee man's the wee man's great. Uh, he's 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 got a tooth coming in and everything, mate. So, yes, sleep regression, you name it, mate. It's all happening. So, yeah, what a week. Uh, yeah, um, I know um, people know that this this might get heavy tonight. This might get heavy, but it's still an absolute pleasure to be here. Good. Good, and that's where the positivity ends. Thanks for tuning in this evening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Uh, great, it's good It's good that the four of us are on. I think it's been a couple of weeks since the four of us have all been on, but yeah, this could be a tough one tonight, um, but I think there's no point in, in delving away if you think that we are not going to, if you think we're going to sugarcoat this and, and, and kind of skim over it. It's a long podcast for you. We're going to, we're going to delve into it head first and talk through all the subjects that we want to, to, to talk about Rangers this week because it has been a tough one and there is nowhere else to start apart from the humiliation 
that was Wednesday night, and um, yes, I st- still can't believe it. I say this: Rangers won Liverpool seven at Ibrox at home. Okay, uh, Scotia, you weren't on the pod, uh, neither was I. Um, I can safely say I was absolutely disgusted, humiliated, embarrassed, angry, ashamed of those Rangers players, absolutely ashamed of them. Um, six goals in 35 minutes, mates, is where, is, mate, is where I look at it. People hiding, people not doing their jobs. And yes, I'm sorry, Captain Tavernier, uh, I saw players chucking it. How did you analyse it? Um, well, at least I got to watch two different games of sports at Ibrooks on Wednesday evening because I don't know what that, that last 35 minutes were. Um, it was atrocious. Um like you, thought we were doing really well. First half, met the guys at half-time, spoke to them up at the concourse in the club deck. I all feeling a wee bit confident. And then I really don't know what happened in that um, that second half. I've, I'm probably not as angry as I should be because I've avoided Twitter and I've avoided social media like the plague this week um, after that result. So I've not really been on it at all. Um, so that's not wound me up anymore. But it, it was just so appalling. I mean... I really should have watched the game back, but I couldn't bring myself to it to do it because I think even after the third or fourth goal went in, I think I kind of just stopped paying attention to the game, even though I was there. It was that bad. It would have just I don't I honestly don't know what happened to us. It was um ridiculous. I said to Ali and Carney at one point that this was probably worse feeling than when Dembele scored against us in the like ninety odd ninety odd minute um in our first season back up in the Premiership. It was a horrible, horrible feeling. I ended up walking down Paisley Road West with the guys before they started on their um, car pod, jumped into a couple of the pubs, and unfortunately some um, late Liverpool stragglers had come in, chatting to them, and you could see the look in their eyes that they just felt embarrassed for me, and it was a, a horrible feeling. You know, trying, to make light, trying very hard to make light of it, you couldn't. It was just, it's not, it wasn't pleasant, and I do never want to see that again. Scotia, just to stick stick you just for a second, because and this is no um, disadvantage to the to the boys, but I know you're quite like me. You watch other football teams and you watch other football, and I'm always that kind of I don't know what it is romantic way. I like to watch it when the other teams come to Ibrox in Europe. I like to kind of have a wee look at them and see how they play, who their standout players are, and and kind of appreciate a different level of football that we'd probably used to. When you were watching Liverpool on Wednesday in the flesh, were you overly impressed with them? Was there anything that really stuck out? Did you feel that they were a class above anything that we have played in the past couple of years? Not in the first half. In the first half, I thought we were probably the better team, if I'm being honest. Um, and then, like I say, I did. Act, once it went like 3-1, 4-1, I kind of stopped watching because an awful lot of their goals came from our inability to defend and getting cut open, playing in the wrong areas when we shouldn't be. So I, I, I was probably more impressed with them when they played when we played down at Anfield. If I'm being honest, I thought they were a bit better when we played them down at Anfield. Um, we were just uh, we were just miles off it. So I, I, it's one of those ones you can't look at that last thirty minutes. And yes, they went and scored what five six goals in that period, but it's a lot an awful lot of that is down to the way Rangers played rather than. Liverpool absolutely blown us out of the water in terms of, you know, us putting in a decent level of um, competition in the game. Yeah. Carney, you obviously did the, the podcast the other night there, the reaction with, with Ali from the car, and I will say hat off to you or anyone who does a pod after a, a tough defeat. I know what it's like after the old firm games or whatever, uh, but that was another scale. It's hard to kind of keep your emotions intact, mate, so well done to you and Ali. Um Ask Scotia there that was he overly impressed with Liverpool. My point of view was, I think I said to the guy next to me that Liverpool didn't overly impress me. I thought they looked like a team who were lacking confidence, exactly what I thought. You could see they're a class outfit, of course they are. Fantastic footballers. I'm not going to rattle them off because I'm fed up listening to their names at the moment. But what went, what went wrong with us? What was your impression with Liverpool? Were they just phenomenal and we had a couple of defensive slip-ups or is there something far wrong with our performance? Uh, mate, there's a, there's a lot, I think. And look, it's it's very easy to start over-analysing something like that. 
if this was a one-off, then you would be maybe thinking, okay, well, it's just one of those nights at the office where everything has collapsed and nothing has worked. But the warning signs have been here for a while and we've seen it already this season that a pressure game, a big occasion with this team this season, we just we're not mentally there. Um, Liverpool are a good team. Um, of course they are. They moved the ball very well. They were very good at moving as a unit. It's very impressive to watch. Generally it is. But we held our own in that first half. I know they'd made quite a lot of changes. Um, Klopp had mentioned beforehand that a few of their players were going to need to be rested because of this red zone that they call it, that they, they kind of reach a point of burning out and they were maybe going to need rotation put in. And I, 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 I've, I even said, as I, sat, I met my dad, I said, well, you still look at their, even if they were to name their first 11, eh, their strongest 11, no matter who that was going to be, their bench, any one of the players on that bench would walk into the Rangers team. So now that I've got the, the and be our superstar, that's what I mean, like be our absolute superstar. Now that I've got the credit of um, giving Liverpool credit, got that out, out the way, um, what I witnessed in the second half is it's never going to be acceptable to, acceptable to me in any shape or form. I wouldn't expect any team in the world, never alone Rangers, to accept that level of chucking it, that level of giving up, that level of not wanting to be there, wanting the ground to swallow you up. Um, I don't know. Um, there is, there's going to be numerous, I'd imagine, not conspiracies, but there's going to be opinions tonight from other people as well about what's wrong with this team. Um, I think it starts from the top and it works its way down. Uh, I, I can't see how it doesn't. I, th- I thought to go from the way we, did, we were in the first half, fully competing, to then come out in the second half as if we weren't even there. Uh, we didn't even start. We didn't even look like we'd came out the dressing room. Um, I thought me and Ali did very well uh, on that post-match, and I don't often give Ali credit. Everybody will know that I don't give Alistair credit uh, ever for anything. Uh, but I did think that... Um, we held it together. I actually woke up angrier the next day. Um, I really did. I, I, I almost couldn't believe it. And Scotia's got a point. You did start, you kind of stopped paying attention to what was going on because you couldn't really believe what was happening. To see that from a team collectively, um, yeah, I mean, I've watched wee bits of it back. I can't sit and watch the whole game. Um, I just couldn't put myself through that the whole of the second half. And I do think... I will give pass marks to King and Davies at the back because they did everything that they possibly could. Um, the rest of the team around them just chucked it, absolutely chucked in the towel. And it's it's extremely worrying for me. I, I don't understand how we, we can, can come back from this without it having a knock-on effect and how, how Gio's going to survive it, to be honest. I know we'll come on to different opinions of that later on, but yeah, I'm, I'm still just as flabbergasted by it all now as I was then. Yeah, uh, you make a lot of good points in mate, and as you said, we will we'll get into probably individual players and what went wrong individually, collectively, etc. Um in a in a bit. But um I think you make some good points there and the frustration amongst the support because we we, we consistently say whether we're coming up against Liverpool, Napoli, Dortmund, Leipzig, whoever it is, if this team give it all doesn't matter what the result is, as long as they give it all, as long as they give us everything, leave out on the park, then we'll we'll accept defeat. We'll we'll take it. Ibrox we will. We've, we've done it before as a t- as a support. Um and that was the complete opposite on Wednesday night the, than what we asked for and what we what you expect um, from a Rangers team. Ali it was a collapse. It was a complete collapse in my opinion. We Liverpool were Decent in tight areas, very decent, very tidy in tight areas. Um, apart from that, I'm not saying we had the number, but in the first half, I was impressed with Rangers. I didn't think we were playing amazingly, but I thought, yeah, we we're giving them a game here and we could probably snatch something here, if not win it. If we play like this in the second half, we collapsed. We absolutely collapsed, and you guys called it. Once it went 2 1, they chucked it. They chucked it, mate. Why, why is this happening all the time? The sad, sad thing about it is this isn't a one-off this season. We've no. seen it. Seen it at Parkhead. Seen it at Ajax. They've done it before, this team. Um, it was like Jekyll and Hyde. I, I, just, I don't know how you can go from a first half of, of competing with a team um, and doing well, to be honest. And that's giving Rangers praise. They were doing well up to that 45-minute period. And then the second half, 
as soon as Liverpool scored the second and the, and the, the third in particular, the heads went down and they just capitulated. And you're, you're, it was surreal watching it, to be honest, because you're sitting there going, every time they went up the park, Liverpool, they just look like when they score. And to be honest, we get a wee lightly with seven. That, that could have been ten easy, the way Liverpool were just... We just chucked it. Everyone... It's bizarre saying this, actually, and you kind of highlighted... Um, King, I felt sorry for him coming on. And Davies, I actually thought Davies played well, which is bizarre because we conceded seven goals. Um, I thought Goldson was a big miss um, getting injured. And I think going forward, he'll be a big miss. Um, but what more can you say about this team? It's not a shock. And it gives me the fear going forward this season because do we really think this team, you'll probably come on to it, can they put a run together without this happening again? And you can see it happening again with this team. Um, it's disappointing because because we, we were in it, we were in the game, and then just to roll over like that. And I said it on the the previous game when we played Liverpool at Anfield. You wonder why down there they look up here as a Mickey Mouse league, and they look at results like that, and you can kind of see why. Um, but it was it was pathetic. I was embarrassed to be a Rangers fan that night. The thought of you know you know you need to go to your work the next day and everyone's waiting for you and but it was uh I it was a sore one. It brought me back to the time um Kashina years when Celtic came to came to Ibrooks and um were beating us five one. I remember the, the time that was at Lustig had a policeman's hat on it, stuff like that. I mean, it brought me back to that kind of time and I thought that was kinda of over now. I thought we'd kinda of moved on from that, but Aye, it's worrying, but we've seen it before this season with this Rangers team, Ryan. So, was it a major shock? I, at the time, sitting there, but when I sit back, no, because I've done it before this team. So, I just can't trust them going forward. Sad thing to say, but I can't. Yep, I think I think you speak collectively for support, mate. I, I think I think we're all feeling the same. I think even the the staunchest or the loyals, I like to call them will be questioning this squad and, and the squad going forward, um, which we will come to in a bit. Um, I said I wouldn't sugarcoat anything. I said that I would I would go at it, and I will. Um, so I'm going to get, can I have my piece on it. I think this squad are mentally, mentally weak. I think it's so obvious now to see. Unfortunately, I think it's a consistent theme with them. You're seeing this season how consistent it is because for me, the... The kind of excuse of, oh, this is the Champions League, this is another level, it's a cop-out. I'm sorry, it's a cop-out. You know when you've been beaten by class and you know when you've been beaten because your team aren't, aren't doing their job and they're not kind of mentally there. For me at Anfield, Rangers looked as if they were already beaten. They looked as if they crossed the line and were like, yeah, we're just here to kind of make up the numbers. We'll give you a game. Like, we've got 11 players, so we'll just turn up tonight if you fancy a game. That's what it looked like to me. The Ajax game was destroyed again mentally weak in Celtic Park as unfortunately Celtic Park's became a thing for us again we have taken a lot of doings there and I feel that that's a thing again because this team don't have it mentally and for Brockhorst he'll get it in the neck rightfully so for some of his tactics I thought that I looked over it was obviously I'm directly at the opposite side from the dugout and there was three substitutes getting ready um, at four and we were 3-1 down at the time and it was my, correct me if I'm wrong, Matondo, Morelos, and Scott Wright. Scott Wright, thank you. They were getting ready to come on. And I get it, Gio. I do get it. We're 3 1 down. Might as well go for it. As soon as he hit that fourth, the players went on, went on you. Yeah, I thought, you've got to change those subs. You've got to pull them back and say, nah, they're not going on because this is damage limitations now. And I said to the guy next to me, I said, he's got to change that. No, he went with it. Attack. We were all over the place. And I'm sorry, again, I'll say it to the captain. Players did chuck it. I don't care. I don't know what you're looking at. Players chucked it. I watched it with my own eyes and, and players chucked it. And there is a consistent theme with this team that they are mentally not there and mentally do not have it. Um, 55 is long, long away in the memory now. They are running out of credit in the bank. And I'm looking at Tavernier. I'm looking at Barisic. I'm looking at Ryan Jack. I'm looking at Scott Arfield. I'm looking at Ryan Kent. Because these are players who have 
taken a lot of doings and have been played in games where we have mentally broken down and collapsed as a team. And Fimbrock Cost has decided to build a team around these guys. And it will be interesting to see how the rest of the season goes. Um, so there is my thoughts on this Rangers side at the moment. Scotia, would you agree with me? And when I say a consistent theme, I think the the data, if you want to call it, is there to to support what I'm saying. Show me where this Rangers team mentally mentally are proving me wrong. Yeah, well, obviously, I'll let Carney have his, his moment with the, the comments that came out from the captain the other night. But you need to remember, it's about 11 months ago that um, Gio came out in the prayer, not Gio, sorry, uh, Connor Goldson came out and said, I don't want to say this, but I feel like we've lost a bit of hunger. And like you say there, that men- mentally thing, mentality thing, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot to do with the, the squaddy players there. Um, I th- felt you were a wee bit harsh bringing Jack into that group of players talking about them because I think when Jack came off that was the final kind of nail in our coffin with Jack coming off in the game on Wednesday night because I thought he actually was playing well up until his injury which is Ryan Jack injury <laughs> it kind of goes hand in hand doesn't it but I know what you mean in terms of like overall over the whole period I do understand that um, as it is I mean player, you can look at Geo people can blame Geo they can do that you can look at Ross Wilson do that but an awful lot of this has to come down with the squad of players that we've got at the moment that they just don't seem up up for that battle an awful lot of times. And we've now said it, what, four or five times since Gio's been in as well. So that's a concerning thing as well, because I think the stat was that under Gerard we'd never lost a game by more than a goal or two goals. Whereas under Gio now we've had four or five absolute tankings and tankings that we've not even showed up in the game for. So it is worrying. Um, and it's, it's it's horrendous at the moment. Yeah, and it's um, I think I think you're fair to say about Ryan Jack because I think Ryan Jack did have a decent game at times. Uh, he also played well on Saturday. I think probably what I'm getting to as well. And we are field as well. I mean, you could you could let Arfield away with it. I don't think Arfield is is mentally not there. I don't think his mentality is to be questioned because I think his mentality is probably stronger than a lot of people's at the club. I think what I'm more getting at is this this pool of players have failed consistently and and big, big defeats. And you do look, you look at your captain, you look at these players and you, you want them to pull us out it and I'm not going to say more than often, nine times out of ten they don't. Uh, Carney, I'll come to you then. So we will go into the, the Tav apology um, after I ask you about the squad mentality. I think so many times over the past couple of years we've questioned have we got good enough players, have we got the ability. We do this team are capable of so much more. We've seen it with Dortmund, with with Leipzig, we've seen it in so many games. We've seen them when they beat Celtic Port, they're capable of. They can they can play some good football and they can put the work in and, and they can be a good team at times. It, for me it's glaring. Clearly obvious that the mentality is the issue. I can't disagree. Um, I can't disagree at all. Um, it's all fine and rosy when you're you're beating St. Murn for now. Or you're, I mean, it was a good good performance against Hearts, even though they dug down to 10 men um, for now. So I don't know if we've been trying to, myself included, I've been trying to kid myself on that what Gio's doing is working and the squad that we have is strong enough, etc. Um Based on what we've seen so far, there is there is too much evidence to suggest that this team will let us down um, time and time again, uh, and it, it can't be anything but mentality um, for that. The that you can take getting beat the Liverpool, you would have, you would have took getting beat even four one. You'd have been like, look, fair enough. They've come out, they've put the hammer down, um, and the, the beat is you'd be able to take that. But it's the manner of it that it's the bit that worries me. And again, this is only my opinion. I, I don't believe if you are if you are fully committed to your cause, fully committed to your teammates, fully committed to your manager, that you let that happen collectively as a team. This problem runs a lot deeper than that in my opinion now this is for me looking outside in I don't represent what the guys say but in my opinion the players do not want to play for Gio 
okay, if you time to time, it might work and it might click, but we even spoke about a good goal that we scored earlier on in the season, and it wasn't a Geo goal that we scored, but it was a Gerrard goal. It was like reverting back to the muscle memory of, right, we need a goal here, so let's go let's go score a goal, and that's what they've done. I, I don't... I'll be the first one to say, I, I think we're delaying the inevitable with Geo. I can only see it ending one way. I think he'll be gone before the end of the season at some point. Um, I, I don't see how he really recovers from it, because I've... I've have been like each geo it's okay it's all going to work out and I think you always want to have the belief that in the manager that he'll be able to do something to change it but based on what we've seen we can't because he's tactically inept it doesn't work he does the same thing over and over again we're very predictable he plays the same players in the same positions that are not their positions etc right now we're at a point where we don't have a squad and we don't have the players in the position that Gio wants to play, and that formation, that style we want to play, we don't have the players through injury, f- certainly for some of them. Um, obviously, Lawrence and Hadji, I think, would make massive differences to Gio and the way that he wants to play. But right now, we don't have it and refuses to change it. And th- that's maybe not Wednesday night's problem, but obviously, Wednesday night's bringing everything kind of up um, into your forefront of your mind. And I believe we're just going round in circles, and we have been for months, absolute months. I, I don't see how we can continue on on, on this. Um, I don't know who's next. I don't know anything like that. That's not for me to make that decision, but um, I think if you, I honestly think uh, I know you boys very well, and I think all of you would probably be in agreement, agreement with me that we wouldn't see Geo lasting to the end of this season, because at some point, there's another one of these coming, and it's going to happen again, and it's going to be humiliating. It's going to be one of the ones that you don't expect to happen. You don't, It kind of comes kind of comes out of nowhere. Um, maybe out of nowhere. I think, maybe, it, I do feel like it's out of nowhere because of the way Wednesday night went that the first half was good. We, we were competing. Everything was going okay. And I actually had a joke with the lads walking down Pays Road. I was like, well, Liverpool Town was. And I'm like, well, maybe they were to a certain extent. Yes, they had levels to get to. But I think if you put us four on against, uh, for Liverpool against that Rangers team in the second half, after Liverpool scored their second, either any one of us could have scored a goal. I genuinely believe that because the team didn't want to be there. They just they just completely didn't want to be there. Uh, and the fact that it happened at Ibrox as well, it's, it's, it wrangles on me. People can tell. <laughs> Probably. I'm still not really quite over it. Um, and we're, we're fucking not even at Tavernier yet. Um, but yeah, I, I, the, the, the mentality's not there. It, it just isn't. And I just, I think... It's just better to cut our losses. Um, I don't believe the board will sack them because they can't, well, not that they can't afford to, but they won't want to put the money into um, to doing it. Um, it might take it might take a moment for Gio to go, I'm not, I can't do this. And it's not It's not going to happen for me. I don't know if he's that type of guy, but yeah, um, I, I just, I can only see it ending one way. On a positive note, sorry, um, Barry Davis has just bought the podcast four coffees. He said, four pumpkin spice lattes for the boys. Great pod. Some man, mate. Thank you very much. Really do appreciate that. Uh, ben, I'm so, ben I'm Davis' sorry brother? It is tonight. <laughs> might be, but it might be. What's well, Davis? Barry Davis. Steve Davis' brother, maybe? Steve Davis' brother. Yeah. The snooker player. Right. Um, <laughs> Carly, you make some brilliant points. And honestly, I could speak of this all night. Not that I want to, but I, I really could because it, it could be a two-hour show because, yeah, let's just have a wee quick talk about Gio there. I totally agree with you, Gio. I don't... I've never called for a Rangers manager's head. I don't think I ever will. However, I'm not naive. I don't think that he is showing himself to be a right man. I don't see any identity. His team selection is all over the place for me. That he's now He's got his settled back too now. Obviously, Coles is now injured, and it sounds as if Davies is injured as well. His front three has went from like he's all over with that the place that as well. Now Sakala's a right winger, apparently. That and I'm not criticising Sakala. I'm not criticising the fact that he's in the team, but he's he's kind of discovered Sakala by accident, really, because Sakala's come on and done something because these original players weren't doing anything, and he's midfield chops and changes every every week, maybe probably. And it worries me. There is no identity. There's no theme to his team. There's no. There's no uh, philosophy in what I'm seeing from him, and, and that's what worries me about Van Bronckhorst. And I see the comments about Ross Wilson, the board players. Yes, that I think I speak for all the guys when I say collectively they are all failing at the moment and they're letting us down. But that's just I just want to have my way say on Van Bronckhorst there because you did bring it up, and I agree with you. 
uh, Ali lastly on the squad mentality, mate, the board have come out and said, uh, I think it's John Bennett come out and said, this is the best squad that they he, uh, that's, that he's brought together since he came to Rangers. Uh, it's a great squad. And he also said that we have had a successful period in the past few years. And also players have come out and said that um, we've been successful. And the manager has also come out recently and said that we can't compete at this level, i.e. the Champions League. If that is a theme from the board to the management, to the players, is it any surprise that we are struggling with our mentality? Yeah. Uh, is it the best squad we've had? I would say no. Apparently so. Probably the best squad we had. You're probably going back to that bloody 55 season when you brought a player out and a player came in. You didn't really know what's the difference, but... Um, no, like I keep saying, I keep going on about it. We come back to the well with these same bloody guys, Ryan. We get Scarfield, Ryan Jack, um, Steve Davis. There's no disrespect to these guys, but these should have been identified at least a year ago, at least eighteen months to to bring new players in. Yes, we've been hampered by injuries this season, which has been um, which hasn't been great. To be honest, key guys: Tom Lawrence, Tillman, just. Has he shown up at all? Whether he fancies him or not, I don't know. Um, the back line's been bluttered now, so it's been unfortunate, but no, it's uh, for John Bennett to come out and say it's the best, best kind of squad. And even in that interview, he was rhyming on about why he gave contracts to like Arfield and Davis and all that. And I was like, come on here. We're not stupid. I mean, we're not stupid Rangers fans. And um, aye, it is a bit of penny pinching. and even to come out and say that the Champions League is just a, a bonus to them to get there, I'm not having that. We've paid, all the Rangers fans have paid good money over the odds money. Um, and even Bisgrove admitted that, that we've paid more money than they would have, they should have um, charged it at to go and see that. And if it's the case that Rangers just think it's a bonus, then honestly, that's, that's, a, that's a slap in the face to all us going there to support the team if it's a bonus to them. Because... That's not the attitude I want to go. Yes, we're playing against better teams than us, but I want to see Rangers give it a go. And It's been embarrassing this Champions League. We are on course to be the worst ever Champions League team in a league, sep- league section at the moment, which we'll probably get. Um, and that defeat on Wednesday night, I think, Scotia, correct me probably, is the worst in our history at home, I think, in terms yeah. of getting beat 7-1. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it's not great, and it's uh, it is worrying going forward. Geo, like you say, Ryan, I, I don't know what his identity is. I don't know what it is. It's, it's um, some of the things it does baffles me. Carney asked us a question a way back last year, and I think his question was, "Do you see Van Bronckhorst as a man to bring Rangers forward?" And I said no at the time, and I think the only reason. I kind of changed my mind was because the Europa League sugarcoated it. And here's a wee bit of positive in the podcast. Justin Muir has come in all the way from Texas and he's brought I love his that guy. Absolutely. I love that guy. Honestly, what a man. What a man, Justin. What, if anyone deserves a pound, it's us for and fan. The rest of the Rangers <laughs> support as well. So, yeah, I might take that up tomorrow night, Justin, have a pint. But, um, no, I don't know where they go now, this Rangers team. And it's worrying because the injury crisis we've got at the moment, Ryan, is Oof. it's through the roof at the moment. And going forward, we have a kind run of fixtures going forward. Let's be honest about it till the till we hit this World Cup break. But do I see Rangers going in a run and winning all those games? Truthfully, no. <laughs> so, yeah, somebody else could bring some positivity in. Go on, Scotia, you're the positivity man. <laughs> Scotia Scotia don't worry about that. <laughs> um, I, I, I agree with you, mate, and it kind of brings us nicely on to the next subject, which is James Tavernier putting out an apology. Um, I don't know if he put it out. Was it Rangers Review or someone who covered it? Um, so the, the, the subject was that the, the question had been asked, that, will the team, um, did the team chuck it? Did they throw in the towel? And Tavernier put an apology, I'll read quotes from this, not at all but I do want to read it and I'll try not to be sarcastic or passive aggressive when I am reading it. 
He said, we obviously apologise. We never want to lose to that kind of scoreline to anybody, no matter what the team is. We have worked so hard to get to this point. You see the away game, it was 2-0, but we had a chance down there. Uh, sticks in my teeth. And limited them, he didn't say that, but sticking in my teeth, sorry. Uh, we had a chance down there and limited them to two set pieces. But to concede seven in home, at home in front of your own fans is never good enough. You never want to see that. Obviously, you can take the positives out the first 45 and then it's 55 minutes before they score again. But it's the Champions League. We're proud to be competing with these teams, but we need to work hard and look at things we have done wrong going forward. Never once would I look at any teammate in my team and know they have chucked in the till and this is a bit that gets me. It's simple. Is it, James? Liverpool made three substitutions in Jota, Salah and Thiago, all world-class players, and they caught us trying to play football in the wrong areas. Okay, right. Um, I'm coming to you, Carney. Um, I have battered the group chat with the usual stuff I do, scattergun approach, emotion, anger, everything, and you guys read it and you put up with me. So, Carney, talk me through that, James Tavernier. Apology, please. Yeah, first off, cheers, Robert, for the donation, mate. Um, thank you so much. Really kind of you. Yeah. And I'm sorry, everybody, tonight that it is like this tonight. Um, we've been we've been kind of criticised for being too negative before, but there's we're always going to sit, talk the truth. Um, but I do appreciate you still supporting us generally. Um, it means a lot to us. It really does. Um, right, James Tavernier's statement. Now, he's had over a day to think about what he's going to say, right? He's had over a day to think about what he's going to do, what he's going to say, how he's going to approach it. Um, again, this is my personal opinion. It lacked class. Um, it, the 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 it's all Salah's fault. Why did they not stop scoring goals? Approach won't. It just won't wash with me. It's it's that's not an it, it's like a backhanded apology. And generally, I found it a bit disrespectful towards fans. And I know right now that I'm on my high horse, uh, and everything to do with Rangers is really annoying me. But I, 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 when I read it and got to the bottom of it, I was like, you don't understand. You honestly have got no idea. You've got no idea. Everything about it is just so... It just highlights to me everything that's wrong with this club. Generally, it does. Just the complete disconnect of what the fans um, are, are, are here for. This is our, our club. This is our club and. To come out and go, oh yeah, sorry, we should have maybe done better, but uh, Salah's pretty good, isn't he? Sorry, what? Yeah, I know how good Mohamed Salah is. I don't need you to tell me how good Mohamed Salah is. No matter who you are playing, and I'll keep reiterating this, no matter who you are playing, it is not acceptable to chuck it at any point in the game. It is not. It's not acceptable. I, I can't. I, I can't, and I won't put up with that kind of stuff. I, I, I won't because. It just and Tav had a lot of credit in the bank with me. He did uh, so much credit, but that it just it just it rubbed me up completely the wrong way. And a good friend of this podcast, who is usually the most calmest and most composed gentleman that I know, um, genuinely very rarely see him getting upset at things and can always rationalise it. And it's to his credit that he can do that. It generally is. Even even he was not happy with what he was what he read from that statement um, or his interview, whatever way you want to look at it. I, I do feel like we are being treated like a date. It's a wee bit, the fans. I feel like we are kind of getting took a wee bit of a mug off, especially with statements like that. I, I don't think just what I wish one strangers would read the room. He was better saying nothing at all. I know people criticise him for not coming out after we get beaten all that. I do get that. But what did that gain? What did you gain coming at him coming out and doing that? You didn't gain anything. You weren't going to stand to lose anything. So I don't understand why they came out and the fact that he had over a, over a day to prepare it and he came out with that. No, it's it's really not on. What I think he should have said, genuinely, um, is just come out, say Liverpool are a class team. They're three out of five European finals, etc. I get all that. But our actions in that second half were never to be accepted at Rangers and they will never be uh, never be accepted again. I know it's not going to make things any easier and I know he's got to try and be a captain, but uh, you're trying to tell me that you don't want to say that your team chucked it, including you. You chucked it. Uh, like It's not... It, 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 uh, I'm not going to sit here and have the will, will, pull, will pull over my eyes anymore. Uh, I, I'm just not. Um, yeah, someday I was going to be saying it because I could go on all night about it, but... Um, 
it, I seen it perfectly summed up. Birthday card pish, and that's all it was. Yes, and shout out to Mr. Jamie Lowe, uh, Club at 22 admin assistant. He is a top <laughs> man and listens to all my listens, listens to all my rants and never ever texts me and says calm down or shut up or anything. Yes, his his his, uh, his text today was priceless. It was brilliant. Um, I don't know if I'm going mad. Is there two Robert Robertsons in there? Are we? Am I going mad here? I don't know. Did you see it? There's another. Ro- think- Thank you, Robert, for the the duration. That is. As Carly said, very much appreciated. But I think there's two Robert again. Robertsons in the same chat. What's going on? <laughs> Listen, I just try. I'm biting the mid guys. Oh, there's two Robert Robertsons. The same. I'm bringing no, it to the street. No, I think he I gave us. I think in the group chat he said um, he, he's going to give us another fiver, basically. <laughs> I think he seen Scotia was dehydrating in the bottom corner there and thought. Okay. <laughs> I need Thank one you, to look into that. It's seven oh seven. I need one to look into that because there's another Robert Robertson with lowercase letters. No, right. Oh, so there is. Oh, so, what's going on here? Listen, that investigation. I'm going to come to Scotia because we're I've totally sidetracked our chat there, and at least it gets <laughs> off a second. Uh, Scotia, bringing it straight back down to earth here. Is James Tavernier mentally weak? I think he was forced into this position. Like I say, I hadn't been on social media at all really much after the game or this week at all, but the wee bit I did catch up on it today was that there was quite a few people after the game reading comments on like various podcasts, videos and things like that, that why didn't Tav come out and give an interview post-match after that? I think he, they did confirm that he was, one of the, he was brought in to do the doping stuff, so he couldn't speak to the press or anything like that. But the statement itself comes out and... It's all a wee bit wishy-washy, Kenny, just saying what you need to. But then, like Carney rightly says, there is that, Kenny, the comment about Salah coming on and not chucking it. Well, Tav definitely did chuck it because for their third goal, Barisic made an arse of it. And then the ball that goes in, you can see King turns around, looks to see where Firmino's going, turns back. Then Firmino points to where he wants the ball played. Tav's right behind him and he's no bursting the gut to get there, um, which I think he should be doing regardless of regardless if he's carrying a wee knock or not, but it was just poor and Carney summed it up pretty much perfectly there, so there's not really much more I can add to that. Apologies, Scotia, yeah. I didn't mean to steal like the whole thing, like I really right. does me, I'm sorry, and I realised <laughs> at one point I was like, God, I'm just going to off in one year, but yeah, I'll, uh, sorry. Boys, I'll be honest, I'm total. I'm gone with this pod tonight because we have got some special stuff, we've got a family tree going on here, Robert Robertson one has got himself from concert Right, and the other Robert Robertson is from Barnsley. Boys, we could have something special on our hands here. These guys could be, related, and we've just brought them together. Don't know each other, but they're related. Robert Robertsons. Yeah, they're just, talking to each other. They are talking to each other. What's this is what we do. It's not just ne- it's not just a negative podcast. We bring people together. It blows Jeremy <laughs> Kyle out the water. It blows Jeremy Kyle out the water. Right. We are all, this is brilliant, we are all Robert Robertson. Yes, we are. We are all ex- Robert Robertson. That's exactly what we are. Is there, any more, is there any more curry munchers out there? Any, any, uh, no, okay. there's 100% there's only one of him, mate. There is Aye, definitely one of him. him. Yeah. I totally agree. Uh, Ali, before we move on to Motherwell, etc., you'd be the same as me. I know you would be. Um, that was throwing petrol over the flames. That apology, was it not? And I didn't even mention... The box ticking lines like we will learn from this and move on. How did you feel about the apology? Nah, it was it wasn't great to be honest. It was a weird time to release it. It was like ten half ten at night last night or something. Um I I mean he's not gonna come out and say we chucked it, because that would be even worse if it came out and say we chucked it. <laughs> Christ. Um there would be sharks getting thrown about if it said that one, but um I can't say that. Yeah, to me, he should have come out and basically just said that was completely unacceptable and just to me should never happen again. Um, instead of trying to kind of make excuses for it, I know he's mentioned Salah and that coming on. He's trying to say that the, the better players come on and pick them apart, but no, I'm sorry. I'm not buying that crap, to be honest. Um, it's not great. Um, but I think you guys, I think you guys have covered it all. To be honest, I don't think there's much more I can say on it. Um, I think Carney's had his say on it, so um, it is what it is. Um, 
but aye, it wasn't a great fit half, to be honest. I'd rather he just come out, like I say, and just said, look, it was completely unacceptable. Like we all know, um, and you can't do that as Rangers players. You can't chuck it. He had to come out and say it in a way that kind of saying I we did chuck it without saying the word chuck it because if he said the word chuck it, like it would be World War Three. But um, wasn't he great? But oh, there we go. Another un, 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 was that under a glass metropolis. Aye. Amazing. Well, I was just going to say, if you can send us over next year's Rangers top and what it looks like, <laughs> that would be great. And give us a, give us an indication of any signings that are coming as well, because Turkey always get the signings in the back of the shirt firstly as well. Lewis Ferguson, anyone? Um, I kind of agree with you there, mate. Um, what I want to just quickly ask you, go that you, you guys, I did put this in the agenda, but I can see the timer at 45 minutes already. We have ranted and raved about this team. We could go on. Going forward, Carney. Domestically, Europe for me, Europe's over. It is unless we beat Ajax five 0 I think that's how it will work. <laughs> unless we, well, unless we go to Napoli and turn them over, but they look not bad. Uh, Carney, going forward, we are two points behind that lot, which is nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, how do I put this to you, mate? How so? The lawyer would say to you, "We're only two points adrift." We're not going to play Liverpool, Napoli and Ajax domestically. Rangers can do this. What do we have to do going forward, uh, this team? What do they have to do to, to keep this league alive and leapfrog this lot? Yeah, um, quickly, I'm a, oh, again, thank you for the donation. Very nice and quickly in my defence. I don't often go off on rants like that. It doesn't usually happen. Um, but that will just show you how much that that really rubbed me up the complete wrong way. Um, I, I didn't get it. So I'm sorry if I took everybody's points there. But I had to get that off my chest. Um, going forward in the league, mate, look, I, I think, can we compete in this league? Yeah, we probably can. I think right now the injuries are a massive concern um, because we, we've lost a real... I think I seen a I seen a thing on Twitter there uh, earlier on today. It's like oh the the physios got some team, and I was like God look who's up, look who's injured. Generally, like you could put a good team together. Right now, this team need to stay within touching distance. Um, if we don't drop points, if they don't drop points, we don't drop points. It's as simple as that. We have to stay. It has to stay the way it is at the very least, in my opinion, and get to the summer. Get get to the summer. Get to the wolf. Get to the summer. Wish it was the summer. Get to the get to the winter uh, and get players back. Get players back and invest in this squad. Um, there's going to need to be investment. So, do I think they can do it? Yeah, they probably can. That's the thing. They probably I could I could probably see them going ahead and being very comfortable in Sunday. But again, it's the whole you don't know thing. You you don't really know if that's what they're going to do. I mean. I think we'll see one or two, one of two Rangers on Sunday. We'll see a team that look battered and will struggle to do anything and possibly scrape a win. Or I think you'll see a team that will come out and blow Motherwell at the water. Do you know what I mean? And that, that's that's there's no consistency within the team. It's these, it's it's like massive peaks and massive troughs, and it's just constantly up and down. That's what I said earlier when we started talking about this. There will be disappointment in this in this season, carrying on under Geo. With this team the way it is, it is going to happen. But to go forward, mate, and to get to to get to the World Cup, um, we just have to we have to stay within touching distance, match their results. Um, and that I, the shocking thing is, I'm 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 pretty sure that's even what the managers are saying. Uh, that's what the the coaching staff will be saying. But it shouldn't really be like that, and it shouldn't really be about what they do. But with this team the way it is, the bipolar Rangers that have entered into our lives and refused to leave, that's what they're going to have to do. We just have to remain within touching distance. Um, I mean, the proof's going to be in the pudding, obviously, when when the time comes. But yeah, um, I just know, I know that there's another another blow like this at some point. I don't know when it will be, and I don't think anybody knows when it will be, but it will happen. Jim oh, Sloan, a madman. Jim Sloan, you're nutter. Um, Jim's just an 80-20 quid. Jim, thank you so much, mate. Really, look, everybody that does this, much appreciated. After listening to 50 minutes of this, <laughs> thank you so much. Honestly, I really do appreciate that. It's amazing. 
And I, I promise not to, to be purchasing any volumes for the, the upcoming game on Sunday, so um, <laughs> Carney will make sure of that. Uh, yeah, under a glass, Metropolis and Jim, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Um, and I need to stop looking at the chat because I've just seen a Robertski and I'm thinking to myself, is that a Polish? <laughs> Robert Robertson? Right, uh, Ali, what do the team need to do to keep the, keep the steering towards this title? Because they are in a title race, so what do we need to do? Just need to keep winning. As simple as that. Keep winning. The, the, the injuries is a concern, like Carney was saying. If you look at it, I mean, the pressure, I don't think, till tomorrow, so we won't actually know if Davies is is fit, etc. But if he's out, that's four of our centre-halves out. Hollander, Souter, Goldson, Davies would be left with Young King and Sands. But um, you just need to keep winning, Rangers. We can't do anything about the injuries until we get these boys back. I do think we have a kind run of fixtures going towards the World Cup. Um, looking at it, there's um, what if we can navigate, obviously, Motherwell on Sunday. We've got back-to-back home games against Livingston and Aberdeen. So, and hopefully maybe we can get some players back after then. But I do think that the fixture list is, is kind to us up to the World Cup. And we should be winning every game up to the World Cup. We need to keep in touch and distance them. Yeah, I know they've had a sticky patch, but I still don't really see them drop many points, to be honest. Yeah, I think they've got Hibs at home at the weekend, but Hibs are absolutely dire, to be honest. So I'd expect them to beat Hibs and open up that five-point gap before we go to third part on Sunday. But yeah, we just need to keep in touch with this one. If we can keep the gap to at least at least two points until the World Cup, we'll be doing well. And hopefully we can get some boys back. But all, that, all we need to do is, it's simple saying it, but we just need to keep winning. Yes, and it would be nice if we could do that until until the World Cup uh, or beyond. But, um, yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, Robert Skay, thanks for letting me know you're from Solcoats. I know a lot of good good people from Solcoats, a lot of good guys. So, nice one, mate. Scotia, I'll come to you last on this, then we'll do the Motherwell, um, the Motherwell chat. What the Rangers need to do um, at the moment, hand on heart, I'll always be honest, I don't feel we've got it. I don't feel we've got that mentality squad depth over the course of a season to do this and I hate saying that I hate saying it in this pod but I'm being honest and if we were playing them on Sunday I'd be shaking myself just now mate I really would be what do we need to do what do we need to where's the focus for you with Rangers at the moment Oh, it's a bit, almost a bit of a redundant question because the answer is yes we yeah. need to kind of keep the gap where it is at the moment but you know, there are always is ups and downs in the league when you go about it. Uh, but for me now, I'm getting at the stage now where even if we drop points and it's dropping points when, you know, something was given that shouldn't have been given, I'm getting at the stage, well, that's it, that's it, done. But I think there also needs to be a decent level of performance in some of these games. Because if we go through some of these games with really turgid, sluggish displays, then the fans are just going to get more and more annoyed. So I think we need to, certainly up until the, the World Cup break, we need to go out and put in convincing performances and three points on the board and then come the game in the 2nd of January, still as a minimum, be two points behind them. Yep, and that has to be the target and the players need to get the focus in. I think as soon as we get a win under our belts or a good performance, I think we'll all be feeling a lot better and that brings me on to the game on Sunday uh, in the league, which is Motherwell away at Fur Park, a 12 o'clock kickoff. Uh, Motherwell are seventh in the league at the moment. Um, they are in mid-table form. Uh, usually pair four, two, three, one. Um, seen a bit of them this season. I think they've, hit, they've been hit and miss, but at times I think I don't think they've got the results they've probably deserved. They are a very big team, which I've noticed. And yeah, we'll see how that goes with corner kicks on Sunday. Hopefully, hopefully not in a bad way, but. Um, yeah, a very big team. The boy Van, is it Van Veen you call him? He's quite yeah. handy up front. I think he's got a couple of goals this season. <sighs> I think it's a difficult game, boys. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'd like to pick a different fixture to be coming off the back of that European performance because there is no way the players' confidence will not be impacted or affected uh, after that display on Wednesday. So Rangers have nowhere to hide, really, on Sunday. They need to come out and win because you wouldn't hold your breath on that lot, dropping points tomorrow. Um, so I'll come to you first, Carney. 
what about what's your thoughts on the game? Looking at a time at the moment, team scoreline as well, mate, if you've got it. I um <clears throat> I don't think there's any game right now in this um that could we could have that in during a league season that I'd be feeling good about right now. I was going into. Uh, I'm being honest, mate, because I don't because I don't know what, what effect this is going to have. As I say, this this bipolar bipolar team that, that I don't know what to expect from it really. Um, I will be nervous before the game. I know I will because I'll, I'll I'll not be sure what we're going to see. Obviously, it's quite hard to try and predict what kind of team you're going to go with because there's going to be some injury news. I would expect. I would definitely expect um, Golden and Jack to be out. It looks like they will be out till probably at least the World Cup. I would imagine Ryan Jack might be out until twenty thirty six. Um, but I, I hopefully Golden isn't too. Hopefully, Goldson's isn't too bad, but I, I, he definitely won't be playing on Sunday. So, yeah, again, that's a, another worry, um, I think, um, in terms of we don't really have the depth in the squad right now based on the the injury list that we do have. So, yeah, um, expect Motherwell to make this physical. Um, expect Motherwell to really get stuck in as much as they possibly can. Um, they'll fancy their chances. They're... they're, they're Going up against a, a wounded animal right now. Let's not let's not kid ourselves on. So I think they'll they'll fancy giving us a a, a good go, um, but we need a reaction. It's as pure and as simple as that, and we need to win. There's there's that's it. Um, I agree with Scotia that I expect performances. I expect the, the performance level to improve. I really do, and we have seen glimpses of it in the league. Um, again, me being a bit bipolar, we have seen glimpses of it. Um, uh, previously, um, so it's a it's a difficult one to to try and um, try and predict. But I say I don't think I don't think any game right now, um, even at home, if we were going home, if we were at home on Sunday, I'd still be like, oh God, do you know what I mean? It's going to be what what Rangers team are we are we going to see? So yeah, it's a it's a tough one. If I pick my team, go for your team, mate. Your scoreline, yeah, we'll do that now, yeah. Goodness gracious me. Right. Based on who I think is going to be out, and we'll put Davis in with that. Look at listen to this for a backline. Um McGregor, Tavernier will play. Um King, Sands, Yelmaz, yes. Lundstrom. <laughs> Lundstrom, um I think he'll probably play Davies. Davis, even Davies, God, Davis. I think you played Davis. Um, I don't know Tillman, Sakala, Cholak, and Kent. I would imagine something along the lines of that. It's a hard one to predict. I really don't know. I don't know how much he thinks he has to change it or not. But um, that'll be my rough guess at it. <laughs> I, I'll go positivity. I'll go two 0 Rangers. Cholak to score both of them. Nice, clean sheet. Positivity. Love it. Ali, tell me what you're thinking of this game on, on Sunday. I know you'll be pro- probably the same as me, um, but tell me what you're thinking about this game on Sunday. How are you feeling about it? Do you think Rangers can come out the traps and give us a response and a reaction? I, I think they can. They've, sh- they've shown it before. Um that's how bipolar they are. It wouldn't surprise me if they went to third part and gave Motherwell a doing because it's just the way they are, Rangers. But on the other hand, it wouldn't surprise me if they went to third part and get beat. So <laughs> you just like Carney says, you, you, you just don't know what's going to show up. Um, but I, they need to come out and show us. I see if they limp to our, I mean, the three points is three, three points. That's what you want every week. But they need to show a reaction. If they, if they limp to our three points, this will just drag on in, into the next game. For me, they need to come out for minute one and have a go at Motherwell and have a show us a reaction, show us the care, um, and take it to Motherwell. Um, and I think they can bring in a bit of positive to the pod. I think they can because I've seen it before from them. Um, at Fur Park as well, we usually do not too bad at Fur Park too. So I'm positive they'll come out and give us a reaction on Sunday. Um, um, and my team. Very similar to Carney's. 
You've not got much to pick from, to be honest, if you look at it. I mean, I'm going the same as Carney. I'm basing it on players who we think are out, i.e. Jack, Goldson, Davies, Kamara, all these players. So I'm similar to Carney, McGregor, Tav, King, Sands. I was going to put Yilmaz in there, but I'm going to put Barisic in there. If Davies was fit, I would play Yilmaz. Just to kind of not talk it through, but I think it would shore that side up a wee bit. So Barisic, Lundstrom, I don't think he's been great this season, but again, he's got to play. Davis beside him. Tillman's got to play. See if Tillman doesn't play tomorrow. What, what's the point of him? If he doesn't play, and there's a there's a clause in his contract to send him back to Bayern Munich in January, would because he doesn't, obviously doesn't fancy him if he doesn't play on Sunday. So for me, Tillman plays, but he's got to play in the middle. Um, and in the same front three as Carney. Um, Kent, Cholak, and to me, you've got to start Sakala. Not, I'm not basing Sakala's performance against Liverpool because they need to get pass marks, but he deserves to start on his performance against uh, St Mirren, so that's my team. I'm going to go positive with a slight negative in there. 3-1, I think we'll concede a goal somewhere. That's set piece, it'll be a corner kick. Um, and the first goal scorer will be the man for Zambia. Okay, two wins. Yeah, like a bit of positivity. I mean, I'm picking you up on Sunday, so you keep that positivity going. I'm all for it. <laughs> uh, Scotia, um, what are you expecting from the game? Um, obviously, physicality, I totally agree with Carney there. I think they will be looking to bully us a wee bit um, because I think we are bully- bullyable. Vulnerable. I'll say vulnerable. Bullyable <laughs> doesn't sound right. I don't know about you. I don't think that's a word, mate. No, I definitely I can just see my mum just sitting there like, oh. um, I think we're vulnerable to the physical side of the game. So, Scotia, what are you expecting and your team in scoreline, please? Well, it's the dreaded 12 o'clock Sunday kickoff as well. It's the it's not even half 12, so the 12 o'clock one always gives me the fear. I'm sure we must have played at Fur Park under Gerard at one point on a Sunday. About twelve, and we had a really poor game. That, that three each. Well, was it that game? Lee Wallace get thrown on to defend a corner kick. We made a pure arse. Yes, up. that is the one I'm thinking of. Yes, that's the <laughs> one. That I'm of. In fact, that's the one that probably stems and kicks off all the twelve o'clock Sunday kickoffs. Um, no, but Mother Motherwell are well. They're sitting seventh out of ten games that they've played. This their most recent run has been their kind of the worst run. They've lost three in the last five or six, I think. So um, I'm, I'm expecting Rangers to go out and, you know, they just need to put in this performance. My team would be completely different. There would be players in this team that would be dropped if we had a, like a fully fit central defensive pairing and midfield pairing because I'll start with my keeper. I think if McLaughlin had put in the performance that McGregor did not choose Wednesday night there, McLaughlin would be getting absolute pelters. I thought McGregor was really poor in Wednesday night, but McGregor's staying in goals. Tav staying in it right back. Centre the Defence bearing the King and Sands. Similar to Pearson that I'm playing Barisic because I think it's unfair to throw Yilmaz into that makeshift defence. Um, so playing Barisic there. Midfield, the Lundstrom and McCann. Tillman playing as your number 10. And then I'm I'm dropping him. So I'm going to attack, attack, attack with Sakala, Cholak and Alfie. Good. Good scoreline. 4-1, uh, Cholak to score first. Off. I like it, Scotia. I'm picking Scotia up. I'm not picking you up, Ali. Aye, <laughs> 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 uh, um, I am going kind of summer, guys. Going McGregor, Tavernier, King, Sands, Yilmaz, Lundstrom, Davis. I am going Sakala, Tillman, Matondo and Cholak up front. Uh, Matondo is the the better of two weaker players um, out of him and Kent at the moment. Our Ryan Kent is another podcast, to be honest with you. Uh, I see the time there, guys. I have overran, slightly overran an hour, but I think we had to get into so much there tonight after what's happened on Wednesday. We do move on, and I want to say thank you to everyone sticking with us. It's Carly. I think it was Carly said that we know how hard this is to listen to sometimes when we're being so negative, but if I'm not going to sugarcoat it, I don't think the guys will either. If I'm being too harsh on players, I'm sure one of the boys will kind of speak to me aside. Um, but I think the players, the board, the management all deserve it after what we had to watch on Wednesday. But we move on. We're Rangers and we have to move on and we are two points behind that lot and we need to get a win on Sunday. So a 
I want to thank everyone in the comments for putting your uh, comments in there and the donations as well. And I want to say thank you to my guest, Ali Pearson. I will see you Sunday, mate. Thank you. I will do. Looking forward to it. <laughs> I say that like that. Um, I don't know. No. Um, I good podcast, guys. Good for the guys in the comments as well. Um, I hopefully next week's podcast is a lot more positive because we will have two games between now and next Friday. We played Dundee during the week as well. So hopefully we'll bring in some more positive podcasts moving forward. Yes, let's hope so. And of course, VAR is coming in soon, so we'll have all that to speak about oh, as God. well. Scotia, <laughs> thanks very much, mate. Thanks for bringing your optimism. As always, thank you, mate. I know, cheers. That was, again, it was quite um, cathartic and, yeah, I liked it. But And I, I can't believe that we've got through another podcast and we've not went slated into Lundstrom yet. So I think we'll need to set some... <laughs> we'll save that one up, Gail. Yeah, set some time aside for him because, yeah, he, he needs it in the neck, I think. But no, that was... In, it's enjoyable as it could be, man. Yeah, um, and I agree. I think he's getting dragged down a bit, but yeah, we can. I'm more than happy to speak about that because none of them, none of them avoid it at the moment. Um, and Carney, thank you very much for letting me host and enjoy your weekend, mate. Hopefully, we get three points. Yeah, I don't let you host. You're part of the pod, mate. But no, it's my pleasure, <laughs> mate. Um, it's my pleasure. Always my pleasure to be here and do this and yeah I'll just echo what the guys have said it isn't I'm never going to sit here and pretend everything's rosy in the garden when it isn't I'm just never going to do that Um, and that's the way I feel Um, we're always going to be honest first and foremost we are fans we always will be fans Um, it's it's what we are but I agree. There is a lot of players that escaped it tonight. Actually, as you as you were kind of wrapping up there, Ryan, a few came to my mind. I was like, God, would I even talk about them? Uh, but we could literally be here all night. We literally could be here all night. But no, thank you, everybody, uh, and the 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 chat for the donations. Can't thank you enough. Honestly, it's superb. Hopefully, your team wins on uh, Sunday. I've been Robert Robertson. He's been Robert Robertson. So is he, and so is he. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Any comments? Hopefully you get uh, your team win on Sunday. And remember, our Rangers fans, we are the most successful team in Scotland and we'll feel better if we get those three points. Enjoy your weekend. We are Club at 22. Cheers.